Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Monday the 3rd of January. I'm your host Jonathan Giles as always. I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year um, and a more um, optimistic one uh, rather than the last couple of years. So happy new year to all our listeners. Um, I'm joined as always by my regular guests and season ticket holders uh, John Melia and Eamon Donnelly. How are you lads? Evening Johnny. Ah, evening, Jonathan. Happy New Year to both of And uh, this week we're joined by uh, a new guest and hopefully a weekly guest as well. Um, ben, how are you, Ben? Very good, mate. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. And um, yeah, look, I might as well be talking to you guys, I suppose, post-match as opposed to my uh, usual counsellor, psychiatrist. So yeah, cheers for having me, mate. <laughs> ah, evening, Ben. <laughs> Is that, is that who I think it is? <laughs> is that the great man himself? <laughs> it's great to have Ben on. He's a lifelong Arsenal fan as well. He's gone through the agony and ecstasy of supporting Arsenal. Yeah. So um, another. I used to see him hurrying through the airport there every Saturday morning. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Throwing locks underneath that uh, that bandana nonsense there. <laughs> I thought it was Bob Marley until I looked yeah. twice. <laughs> no woman, no cry. I heard in the background. <laughs> um, and uh, this week's <laughs> yeah. Of course, before we move on to. Uh, the action from this week you can catch all our episodes on spotify and on soundcloud and um also we'll be on Acast over the next couple of months as well so another um platform to get us on as well um that's so that's where you can catch us there uh on this week's show we'll be reviewing our latest fixture with uh the two undefeat to man city uh on saturday gone um we'll also be pre- previewing our upcoming carbo cup semi-final on Torsi against Liverpool and also our Emirates Every Cup tour down toy against Nottingham Forest which is um on this Sunday as well so plenty to talk about and all things are still at the end of the show as always so we get into the action um a two one defeat against Man City um goals by Saka for ourselves um on the half hour market thought we played really well in the first half and also in the second, I thought we were lucky not to get a draw out and maybe even a victory, dare I say. And that's how much we've improved since that 5 0 drubbing back in August. Uh, penalty by Mares and Rodri uh, in injury time, sadly, uh, committed us to defeat. Um, Martinelli, I thought, was the star of the show. My man of the match by far. He ran Cancelo ragged all day and wasn't lucky not to get a brace for himself. Um, I thought he's, he's, he's improved in the last four or five games, in my opinion. He's a different player, and I can't see Aubameyang getting back in the team. And by the looks of it, he probably could be sold to Newcastle come to the end of the transfer window. But definitely we're not missing Aubameyang. I thought he ran them ragged all day. Um, in terms of the foul by Ederson, I, I don't know whether it was a penalty tomorrow. Look at, back on it, I think... No, you know, he did get, clearly got the ball. He got a bit of Odegaard, but in my opinion, he just about got away with it. Um, the foul on Bernardo Silva for their penalty, clumsy more than anything by Zaka. You know, that's all you can say, but I th- he was definitely looking for a Bernardo Silva a blatant dive, and I don't think it should have been given, but there you go. And um, obviously at the end, he just defended too deep, and 
the ball fell to Rodri and he finished it off. But uh, definitely, I think we should have got a draw out of the game. Uh, great performance with Arteta missing. I thought it was a great performance from us. And um, we're going to go into the sports game full of confidence, I think. Um, I'll come to Ben since he's a new uh, guest to us. Uh, what do you make of it, Ben? Uh, cheers. Thanks for that, uh, Jonathan. Um, oh, still come up, coming up for air, actually. Um, it, it was one of those games. Uh, my kids learned a whole new choice of expletives that day. You know, my even my wife at the end. I mean, you know, she she was privy to to uh, the the full emotions during the rounds, and she said that's the worst she'd seen me in a long time. So that probably sums <laughs> it up. Uh, but it is that time of the year, though, really, isn't it? It's it's sort of Panto season, and and really in in this case, as much as we want to paint Stuart Atwell as the vi- you know the arch villain of the piece, um, well I suppose we have to we've three bad guys to boo and hiss at. Unfortunately, you know we can't just blame Atwell. Um, it, you know it's always it's always the you know it's always an easy scapegoat. I suppose the referee, and I suppose the, as Gooners, we've all been through the mill referees you know we're all pros at limping away from a game almost having our bollocks pulled by the referee um i mean the history is littered with tales of refereeing injustices you know you know geez we've how many voodoo dolls do we have of uh you know <laughs> mike riley mike dean and i can't remember the half wish who sent on percy off whatever that was 11 12 years ago in the the, the champions league there just when we had uh the uefa lovey doveys on the the verge of being you know eliminated um so you know it's it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a tough one really. Um, I don't know. We're, it's part of who we are, really. You know, dealing with referees, dealing with referees and injustices. It's it's uh, you know every every X amount of games, every a lot of big games, we tend to get screwed over. So you know, as much as we want to hang effigies from every lamppost. And call every you know. Let's call a bent ref a bent ref. Let's call out dumb and dumber for the poor. Really, what ultimately what causes the game is the indiscipline. You know that that's that's really the the long and short. But really, yeah. um, you know, you know, you look at you look at um Gabriel. I mean, he's been he's been amazing for us. You know, all season really. You know, he's he's stepped back up. He's the he's the he's the centre back that he was shaping up to be. Um. And uh, you know he's he's uh, he's been he's been stand out for us. You know he's rock solid. He's beasting strikers that maybe in previous years rubbed their hands with glee. You know, think you know think about playing us. But our all failing in discipline could just cost us dearly. You know, two really silly yellows, really really silly. The first one, I don't know, maybe a little bit unfortunate because I think the ref was primed. I think he had a yellow out. I think he was. I think he had reached his probably breaking point. With, with our sort of, I suppose, the emotion of the moment when, when you know, the penalty was given, and um, you know, I think he was, I think maybe Gabriel was probably the one nearest him. I don't, I wouldn't say what he said was probably any worse than than anything else had been said, but he was the one who was who was going to receive it. I mean, maybe wrong place, wrong time, but he got it nonetheless. The second yellow, a clear professional foul. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think the, you know you could really argue with it. I think most most games, if that that foul is is given for any team, it's going to be a you know it's going to be a second yellow. The only thing I would question is I do think that the the referee, you know, the, the, again, it's all about that word consistency. That word has been bandied around a lot. 
you know, in you know, postscript of this game, post match game, inconsistency, you know, inconsistency of our the inconsistency of the referee. The you know, the fact that he was he was he was only too happy to dish out yellows. Uh, and maybe that yellow a bit too quick. He might have been a little bit trigger happy in that one, whereas he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, you know, he wasn't in in any quick hurry to give any uh, cards to any of the city players. Um, another time, you know, another time, another place, we might, you know, we might have got away with it. Um, but you know, maybe even just the the last chance saloon warning from a ref. But look, it, it was what it was. It was a rash and brash foul. And he made it for he made it easy for the referee, you know. He yeah. made it very easy, you know. Uh, he learned though, you know. Hopefully, he learned though. He is that type of player, you know. I think one of one of the quotes that I sort of I seen, you know, yesterday was it yesterday or today? I can't remember. It's a little bit, but from from um, Rio Ferdinand, um, you know, you know, much as much as I didn't like Ferdinand, you know, simply because he was wearing the wrong jersey, you know, you can't argue that he's, he's a fantastic centre back, and. The, the, the one I think he came out and he said the the best defenders don't defend with emotion, and I think that's probably probably sums Gabriel up there yesterday. You know, he just, you know, it it, it just became it, it was overwhelming for him. You know, it, yeah. and I think this won't happen. Gabriel, Gabriel, five years from now, in face maybe in a, a similar scenario. You know, similar, um, you know. Similar position, he probably will. You know, he probably pull back from the brink. Now that's that's you know getting on to the the other fella. You know, you know that might not be the case. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else. What has about Jacker? Like, what has there not been said about you know this man? I mean, is there a more stupid or more brain dead footballer any in the world? Where in the world? I don't know. I struggle to think of anyone to be honest. Um, I mean, not even give this money a, a, a idiot a run for his money. More like a stroll for his money. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I I don't have much time for the man. My 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 patience <laughs> ran out a long time ago. Um, but you know, I mean, in in fairness, the job he was doing Saturday. You know, the one Arteta feels he can do for us. He seems to be doing well enough. You know, until that that laid his brain first. But I suppose, but interesting enough, I did, you know, some of the stats, and I'm not one for stats normally, um, but I did, you know, the stats that, that sort of jumped out for me yesterday, that as much as he seemed to be doing well, you know, doing okay prior to the to the, to the the yellow, it also that he lost out quite a lot of his jewels, personal jewels, the, I suppose the, the the trendy term the last the last two years, personal jewels, he lost out in seven. He failed to record a single shot and goal, you know, no, no key pass, no, no, you know, no, nothing of substance. And apparently, he had fewer touches than Arms Ramsdale. So, you know, as much as he he did okay, maybe that was it. Okay, but I mean, once a liability, always a liability for this guy. You know, it's, yeah. it's sort of social media trendy to defend him, sort of late lately. But I mean, at this stage of his life, um, you know, he's he's not he's not he's not he, you know he's not worth persevering with, um. Yeah. I mean, this guy will never learn. He's no young lad learning the game. He's a seasoned pro. He's a captain of Switzerland. Playing, he's played at major finals with them. He's had plenty of time to adjust. Him, you know, to adjust. You know, the uh, the impetuousness of his game. You know, to try and improve his decision making. But that's not going to happen. You know, in this case, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. He's 29 now, and he's never going to learn. You know, so I don't know. To me, as, as I said to Guna made earlier. 
you know, us scrimping on the shillings, refusing to sell them to Roma pre-season, you know, below is the so-called <laughs> asking price, is ironically probably going to cost a silly million. Yeah. We miss out on top four, come to the, you know, come then the season due to this guy's failing. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I mean, he's, you know, ultimately, these are the two. These are the two, you know. Indiscipline is what costs us ultimately in the day, in game. But for, for everything else, it was absolutely, it was, it was heartwarming to watch. Heartwarming, yeah. heart-stopping. But everything else about it, the intensity, the, you know, the purpose was, was, was spot on. The high pressing, the, the energy levels of, 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 of the team on the day was amazing. And it's, I've never, I haven't seen this in years. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, from that point of view, and again, I would have been of of the, you know, I needed convincing. I I needed something more than seeing us, you know, beat beat a, a COVID ravaged Leeds team or a, you know, you know, a, you know, a, a gamey Sunderland team. You know, we, we need convincing. We've we've had too many. We've we've had, we've rolled over on our bellies too often over the X amount of years to the likes of City. Chelsea, United, Liverpool, etc. I need a convincing, and this get this game from me, and get I'm you know I'm starting to starting to see a lot more positives now. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was just a good summary of it, all right, Ben. Um, Amy, what do you make of the whole debacle? You might think it's a good summary, uh, Jonathan, but I think it's grossly inaccurate when it comes to Granite Zaka, I have to say. I think he should um, have been sold. He's not an. Well, well, sorry, Jonathan, I didn't. I I I. I, 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 I I, I I stayed back and listened to all this. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> maybe if, 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 you, if you're gonna bring me on the show, maybe you might let me answer the question you asked. Like, <laughs> I love so, the New Year's. So, yeah. So and, and with Granite Jacker, he actually got ninety touches. Uh, ninety. Okay. And actually, Granite Jacker and Thomas Party were the reason why we had a foothold in that game, because they absolutely bossed the midfield. The pair of them were superb together. Absolutely superb. I agree the penalty was uh, a rash moment, stupid. Yeah. I agree with that. And it was a penalty. But I think if you see it in real time, it, it happens very quickly. So it was described by my uh, my old colleague Ben as um, uh, a brain fart. Well, it was Hardy Maguire's on Tommy Asu a brain fart? Because there was a tug there, but he got away with it. And I definitely think that Granite Jacket suffers from who he is. That every time he puts a tackle in, I know he got away with one against Leeds, but that, that there must have been a, a, a minor miracle in that occasion. Because every time he does something, he, get, he, he gets pulled up over it. Yeah. And I think um, it's wrong to judge his input into the game. And by the way, the first goal that we got, or the one goal that we did get, came from Xhaka being brave on the ball with a quick one-touch one forward pass that many others would have gone backwards with. So I think, uh, I think, I think Ben's assessment of... Granite Zaka's season in general uh, and his contribution is unfair, right? Mm. What, what I'd say about the game itself is um, I didn't think I was going to be as angry as I am. Uh, I was angry in August for different reasons because, as Ben rightly says, we rolled over and got tickled. This time I'm angry because um, we were robbed. And I'm, I, I, I've tried to, in preparation for this show, um, uh, when I was out running four half marathons there just to get into the groove, you know. Um, now, in preparation for this show, um, I was trying to separate my anger from the facts. So let's deal with a few of them, shall we? Right? So first of all, your assessment, Jonathan, that uh, Odegaard incident wasn't a penalty, you need to go to Specsavers, my friend. 
at right, because you look back on it, Eamon. Oh, I'm sorry, I've looked back on it a hundred times. Sorry, Jonathan. You can't uh, say that's a penalty. Sorry, Jonathan. Sorry, Jonathan. I've looked. Sorry, Jonathan. I've looked back on it a hundred times. Can't say that's a penalty. Sorry, Jonathan. I've looked back on it a hundred times. And I'm going to draw. Sorry, Jonathan. I'm going to draw the distinction for you between the shape of the ball, <laughs> which is spherical, and the shape of a boot, which is cylindr cylindrical. What part do you? And hold on, if you look at it from the angle on the near side, it's absolutely clear and obvious, which is the terminology used, that he gets boot forced, then ball. His contact with the ball comes through Odegaard's boot. It's a foul and therefore a penalty, right? And my difficulty with VAR is that they didn't get the referee to have a look. My other difficulty is to have to listen to Peter Walton, like a maths teacher trying to explain an equation on the board that he hasn't been able to solve himself. Because Rio Ferdinand, and I agree with Ben, he's a, he's a terrific analyst, right? Rio Ferdinand actually looked at Peter Walton and said, Peter, I'm even more confused now. And the question he was trying to explain was, how come Atwell didn't look at the Odegaard one when he was called over to uh, look at the, uh, at the at the Bernardo Silva. This brings me on to our friend Mr. Jared Gilbert in VAR, who I was at the I had the misfortune. You were probably there yourself, Ben, to be at uh, be, just a few weeks before Emery's second. We played Palace the day Granite Zaka had the incident with the fans, right? And we got a winner that day in the 83rd minute from Socrates, which was chalked off from VAR. And the incident was that Callum Chambers had actually been felled for what should have been a penalty, right? He didn't give that, and we got a goal. And he actually, the, the same man, Jared Gilbert, up in Bar, somehow, and they used to do it slightly differently. Bar made the actual decision. They didn't get the referee to look at it. And somehow decided it was a free out. So I'm done with Mr. Gilbert, and I don't share your assessment, Ben, about Atwell. I think Atwell uh, is a referee who's been stood down uh, for disciplinary reasons before. Yep. I think uh, he actually lost his temper. Yep. And I think, I will have no sympathy for Gabrielle for the second incident because you're, you're absolutely right in your assessment. That was young, rash, and in five years' time, the way he, his core yep. was going, he probably wouldn't do that. He wouldn't but he should have been never in that position because how many times have we seen Man United players led by Roy Keane surround the referee? How many times has it been said about Arsenal players? Stand up yep. for yourselves. Give yep. the referee a bit of dog. And what do we get for it? We end up playing with 10 players. Because yeah. Gabriel, you're right, it was, a, it was a random yellow card given by a referee who'd lost his temper. The other thing I'll say about Atwell is, and I'm, I'm surprised much more hasn't been made of this, there is no reason for him to sprint into the box when the ball breaks, breaks out to Martinelli in front of yeah. an open goal. Exactly, yeah. He can, see, he can see everything from where he is at the edge of the box. What in Christ's name is he doing? What, what, what did he do that for? And I'm not saying that made Martinelli miss, but mm -hmm. I mean he Martinelli. If you if you that happened so quick, Martinelli may well have thought that he was a City uh, defender because out, out of the corner of his eye he yeah. sees this spectre looming on the horizon, and it turns out it's um it, it, it's Stuart Atwell on the same drugs that Ben Johnson was on. Mm -hmm. You know, it was absolute was, madness. I was actually so, surprised uh, when. Laporte headed it over Ederson, the one that nearly went in as an OG. Saka didn't follow through more quicker with Ake. I thought he would have dived with Ake and it would have went in off. So, you know, I thought he would have had a bit more uh, conviction, which was a bit of a pity. But how Martinelli well, missed the follow-up is ridiculous. But no, these things happen. Yeah, but as I said, I, I cannot understand why a referee who's positioned perfectly at the edge of the box 
would make a sprint in towards where the ball is. The ball is. I don't know, yeah, easy. I agree with you because I don't shocking. know what he was actually looking at. You know, for yeah. Um, and then the last thing I'd say is I'm done with VAR. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, so I'm, uh, MacArthur's on Saka, uh, which was a should have been a prison sentence. Wasn't a red card. Um, stamping on Tommy Asu's face is not a red card. Hardy McGuire's on Tommy Asu is not a penalty, you know? Um, and then we're wondering why we're saying we're being robbed. And I think, you know, I think some of the anger among the Arsenal players at the end, if you look at the way Ben White uh, addressed the linesman at the end, he, he'd be lucky if he doesn't get a censure for that because he um, he more or less whipped his hand rather than shaking it, you know? Uh, I think a lot of the anger that was uh, in the ground uh, and, and among the team was because they put so much effort into that game uh, and it was fueled by previous injustices that you know didn't fall our way. Yet we got we got no breaks on Saturday. Having said that, um, it, 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 it's it's nice to say that we're hurt because we were unlucky against the Man City. Yeah. Team. Not hurt because we didn't show up, or not yeah. hurt because we didn't match them. Yeah. Um, so all in all, just to sum it up, uh, to use a catchphrase on this show, it was Cam Barlow. So frustrating, dude. <laughs> you know. It shows, before I move on to John, I know John's eagerly waiting there. Um, it shows the anger, what we're showing tonight. It's a, a lot more refreshing to be showing this from a 2-1 defeat and robbed of at least a draw and not getting hammered, which we predicted by City. It shows how far um, the team has come. Uh, and just before I move on to John as well, the way Rodri celebrated in front of the Arsenal fans, should have been a red in itself. I thought it was disgraceful. I One have to old. admit, Jonathan, I have to admit. Really too. What the fans admit, I switched it off on 91 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't bear it anymore. I just couldn't yeah. take it anymore. I was really and let I, down. I started no on the Christmas crossword. And uh, <laughs> I turned it on just as the just as he was sliding the oh, stuff. You know, yeah. OK, John's eagerly waiting there. John, you're, what did you make of the hole? How do we... <laughs> How do I follow that? Um, <laughs> before I give my analysis about Altwell, he was the VAR official who taught Tommy Asu getting a kick in the head. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, okay. Yeah. So, let's leave Altwell alone. Um, I'll, 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 try to, I'll try to keep a brief football. That was a performance we've been waiting a hell of a long time for. Too often we played against City or Liverpool or Chelsea and being beaten before we even set on the pitch. We played them out the park for 55 minutes. We we absolutely outstanding. Um, I totally agree with Eamon on Shaka and, and Party. Boss the game. There's a reason why Party got man of the match, but he was ably assisted by Shaka. I thought I am one of Shaka's biggest critics. So criticising left, right, and centre this season for getting involved in things he shouldn't have done. I thought he's sending off at Man City was 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 model cowardice. That's exactly the word I used. Mm. I feel for him. Because I thought he was outstanding on Saturday. That penalty was the only time City put us open. And they got Silva on the ball, in the box, with space. If And Shaka was the only one who responded to it. If I'm going to be critical, I'll be critical of the other players for not charging to his help. You know, where was the cavalry? He was trying to hold them up. He was trying to slow, slow, slow Silva down. He did leave a hanging leg. There was sweet damn all contact. And Silva threw himself to the ground. And, the, and I agree, it was a penalty because he's holding his short as he's gone to the ground. But um, I, I, I'm one of Shaka's biggest critics. I thought he was outstanding on Saturday and I think it was a little bit unlucky. 
to give away a penalty like that. Um, I, I, I love to criticise the way Ben did, but I can't because I thought he had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go back to the positives. The positives were we played Man City off track. It's no fluke. We've been hoping this is what we've been looking at the last few weeks. We've seen a progression. We've seen a team who knows what it's doing. We've seen a team with a plan. We've seen a team that's organised and well-drilled. And we've seen a team who went for the juggler right from the off. You've said it all season. Start on the right foot. Start as you mean to go on. Don't wait for them to, to bring the game to you. Bring the game to them. And we did that. And it was a joy to watch the first half. First half was absolutely fantastic. I've been waiting for that for a long, long time. And I'm trying to pick out players who, who, who I think stood above anybody else, but I can't. I thought it was an absolute complete mm-hmm. team performance. I thought Tommy, yeah. Tommy Ashew had Sterling in his pocket for the whole game. Yeah. Who does that? Tommy Ashew mm-hmm. did it. He was superb. I yeah. thought Tierney up and down the left-hand side, along with Martinelli. Martinelli could have had a hatchet. Um, unbelievable performance. Um, Odegaard, they struggled to get a hand on him. It was absolutely superb. And Saka, I know this picture's gone around and you've seen it. I, I noticed this right at the start of the second half. Every time the ball counted, there were six or seven players around Saka trying to find a, stop, a way of stopping him. It was, it was what we wanted to see Arsenal play and, and I was delighted to see it. Um, I agree with Ben on Gabriel. It, the first yellow card was silly. It was mounting off. Uh, Eamon's probably right. The ref was just pissed off at that stage. For an experienced player, does not give a referee to give, uh, uh, you know, does not give the referee an option to give you a second yellow card just within a minute. It was clumsy, um, yeah. That was, that was young, and I think he'll learn from it. it. It's a harsh lesson. But even when we went down to 10 men, we were well organised. And we didn't just sit back. We kept trying to play football. We kept trying to pass away our trouble, pass our way forward. It was an exceptionally mature performance from a really young side. Um, I, I'm frustrated as hell from the penalty situation because from one angle, Johnny, it does look like the keeper got the ball, but from another, yeah. it's perfectly obvious he can't, he can't do the field with all the guy. And mm-hmm. if VAR can't see that, that's there's something seriously wrong with VAR. It's, you know, that's a decision for the referee to have a look at. The referee took one look at it. In the in time, play on. If he if the referee had awarded the penalty, there was no way VAR could have told him here, hang on a look. Yeah, you know, that's on the penalty. It would have been interesting yeah. if that was the other way around, wouldn't it? I guarantee you, City would have been given that if that was Ramsdale, say on Jesus or something, you know. Because the, the, the fact of the matter is, VAR should have at least had a look at that because from one angle it was absolutely blank, mm. and um, the fact that the referee wasn't given an option to see that is. Shocking, we've had trouble with the AR yeah. since, it, since it came in, basically. And it's 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 a, it's a shame on a game that was like that. This is what we're end up talking about with the VAR Odyssey. Yeah. And it's, uh, I say, Apwell, he's, he's had previous, he's been dropped down the division, he's been suspended. Mm-hmm. He was the VAR referee for the Tommy Ashley kick in the head. He's, he did, I think, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a tempestuous thing. Gabriel committed one foul and ended up going off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was calm, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like it was a dirty game. No. Uh, maybe a more experienced, a better referee would have just had a wood with him rather than just whip out the yellow card in the middle of mm-hmm. um, And uh, it was a yellow card. I can, I can understand why he got the yellow card. But was there really a need for it? 
Um, a frustrating defeat, but it reinforces that everything we've seen this team develop into is not a fluke. And um, that's the positive going forward. The next league game away to Spurs is going to be an interesting one. Um, Gabriel will sit out. I'm not sure if he only gets a one-match ban. Um, one. One-match ban. Yeah, so is that going to be the Liverpool game? That'll be Thursday, yeah. That'll be Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be yeah. available for the, for the, the league game. It's a yeah. shame Parky's going off to Africa because I've seen him develop and develop over the last few games. He's starting to get a little bit more confidence. I thought he was outstanding mm-hmm. on Saturday. It's a shame yeah. he's going to go. Um, Lekonga, he's impressed me early in the season. Let's bring him in and see how he does now alongside Chaka. Chaka, I thought, was terrific on Saturday. And I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm one of those people who have been heavily criticised on. I'm not going to criticise him for that penalty. He saw the danger. He was the only one who reacted. And if I'm disappointed with anyone, it's the, it's the players around and didn't react. And, you know, the Calvary didn't come to help him. And, yeah, uh, one-on-one, just wasn't much he could do, all right, yeah. Well, he's trying to help. I mean, let's be honest, Silva is one of the best players in the league this season. He's, yes, he's He's got class, a good yeah. conversation with a player this season. He's done this to top defenders up and down yeah. the country all over yeah. Europe. Yeah. It wasn't much of a sell when he left that leg hanging. The only reason that penalty is given is because Shaq is holding the jersey going down. It was as yeah. big a dive as you're going to see. Yeah. He wasn't in any way held to the ground. He's yeah. just holding his jersey as he's flying through the air with yeah. the greatest yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, it's a penalty. You cannot hold a man's jersey in the box yeah. and not expect a penalty. It's just the way it is. Yeah, clumsy. So I, feel, I actually feel for Shaq. I'm, like, I'm surprised I'm saying that, but I do feel for Shaq in that situation. Um, It's a shame it wasn't 11 against 11 for the rest of the game because I think he would have seen an absolute crack in. Last half hour. John, just on that 11 v 11 point, because I thought about this, like fans like ourselves pay good money to go and watch games. And I think there's a responsibility on the referee to try and maintain it at 11 v 11 when possible. Right. And, you know, unless there's clear. And I mean, if you look at the Mane incident yesterday, to me, me yeah. to my mind, that was a red card all day. And he, did, he didn't give it after six seconds because I think he would have been the victim if he had it, because I think people would say, well, the referee's ruined the game, right? So he used this kind of judgment. It was a red card offence. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be given red cards where they're out, but because Stuart Atwell lost his temper, he put himself in a position where he'd no choice other than to give Gabrielle a second yellow, right? And that was bad. Well, I, think, I, I think if he'd, if he'd given the free kick and pulled Gabrielle aside and told him to take a deep breath, count to 10, you haven't made a foul all game, the next one you're going off. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. I don't think anyone at City yeah. would have argued about that. I don't think he would have. Because mm. they got away with so many fouls without any yellow cards. Yeah. And Rodney could have easily got a couple of yellows. Um so I mean look it's maybe a more experienced ref. He has the refereeing in England is leaves a hell of a lot to be deserved. And as you say, I think he, he did lose his temper with the four yellow cards. Yeah. Now I have no idea what was said to him, but we all know the kinds of things referees have to listen to throughout games. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, what was said was that he was baking off about why didn't you go look at our penalty? Um, and you went and looked at that. Yeah, I remember Saka actually saying that you could see him saying that. But when you look at the red card, lads, the second yellow, Jesus had a quick glance over his shoulder and knew exactly what he was going to do once Gabriel ran into him. You know, you could see it mm-hmm. a mile off. Clever play by Jesus. It's clever yeah. play. Don't take Cle- it. It was a foul. It yeah. was a foul. 
and I can understand why he gets a yellow. Yeah. But, I but think again, the adrenaline was running through Gabrielle at that stage, wasn't it? He was just boiling over, you know. He was, it was right. just frustration more than anything, yeah. But unfortunately, I think the adrenaline yeah. was running to the referee as well. Yeah. 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 It was he a was bad referee. They didn't have a hell of a lot of chances when he went down to 10 men. No, no. With the, you know, it galvanises, if anything, didn't it? You know, it, it was even a better team spirit than 11 on 11, you know, you could say that, yeah. Um, but I thought, lads, what do you make of, before we move on to the next, uh, before we preview the next two games, what do you just make of Gabriel Martinelli's performance on the day? I thought he was absolutely superb, wasn't he? He gave Cancelo the run around in that first half. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, he's yeah. he's growing it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really he, showing his talent now, isn't he? He found that well difficult to get around though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's but no you, you price know, tag to this lad, lads. He's yeah. old school, isn't he? he, he the way he, he should have even had a goal in the first half when he ran uh, Cancelo inside out. It, it was just nearly wide of the post, but he's just such an. It, it was a high intensity from. The get go is really. It's, it's not only that, Jonathan. He, he's now backlift, you see, right? So he can be running at you. And as you're a defender, you're kind of lining him up and you're wondering when he's going to shoot. And then he's already shot before you've decided to set yourself to block it. The one that he did, did just before half time, it looked as if he was running out a pitch. You know, yeah, he's because he's now backlift, he, I don't know how he got a left foot onto that as quick as he did. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's he's got incredible feedback, you know. Hasn't he? Yeah, he's incredible pace. But you could see the fear in Man City's defenders. They hey, no one wanted to go one on one with him, and that's that's going to be promising for the Spurs match. Definitely, I think he'll cause the Spurs defense trouble. But it's great Absolutely. to see our attacking players. Though uh, I thought Saka took his goal on the half hour mark, and he's just growing in confidence game after game it's it really is refreshing I was I was one of the Arteta out brigade I won't lie to you I think I've said this over and over but he's starting to he's starting to come to fruition now what his ideas are you know it's it's there is good times ahead for his lads I do believe that um and saying that we probably got hammered now against Liverpool and Tours. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, we're going to move on to uh, back to Ben. Your man of the match, Ben. Before we wrap up, um, the city uh, review. Tough, tough one. Um, literally, I'd have to probably call party. Although Martinelli yeah. might give him a quick run for it, you know. Yeah. Um, just on the, you know, Eamon's, you know, uh, you have to. Uh, this 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 show not for the faint hearted and and dark humor. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say, Cancelo, not for the first time, getting mugged for fun this week. Too much? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, that's, yeah, that's actually, Derek Fletcher, the commentator, mentioned yeah. that as well. Yeah, and a light hearted note. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but also, just, just, just a little, just, um, you know, before we move on, I know you probably yeah. want to move on. Just, yeah. just yeah. one or two little things that, you know, yeah. that I sort of took in watching the game as well, you know. Um, you know, just in, in you know, sort of offside type thing, offside sort of um, uh, comments. The I thought the I thought you know there was a great little nod. Some of some of the, some of we had some nice little bit of shithousery and a little bit of you know um, you know the, the dark the dark arts in the game. You know that, that I've noticed. You know not just in this game, but you know we're we're as the lad said, we're starting to stand up for ourselves. And, you know, yeah. somewhere along the line as well, you know, you have to, you have to be a little bit on the, the nasty side. But, you know, little things like, you know, I thought, um, 
I thought um, Gabriel, you know, even the the manhandling, the clever manhandling in the box, you know, the the hands all over, but the very strategic and clever when to put them on, when to take them off. It's sometimes a bit of a gamble, of course, especially when you might when you have the likes of Mr. Atwell there, you know, who's probably like uh, never afraid to, you know, to to maybe make a shout on it. Um, little things like even Lacazette. I mean, the, for our goal, the, li- the little step off, right, walk, you know, into the Rue Gullet lookalike, the younger Rue Gullet Ake. Um, the little step, just to block his path, you know, so Saki get the shot, shot off, you know. Ram- Ramsdale, a little bit of time wasting when needed. I suppose really it permeated right through, even down to the ball boy, you know, not, not wanting to give the ball back or, uh, you know, having a laugh a little bit at the end there. But, just, just I thought this, it's, a, it's a, I think it's the all part of the development of a younger side as well, and I think it's it's um it's no harm to have that little bit of that in the game, you know, side leaving, diving, and stuff like that, of course, Elvis. And also, then the other thing I've noticed, I just thought, I don't know what you guys think, but I think a, a big shout out to um to Albert Stevenberg on on the sideline. It was it was probably a yeah. nice uh, a nice little uh, change of uh, of 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 scenery to see sort of I suppose a more very uh very mechanical sort of uh Dutch Dutch managerial display there as opposed to I mean for me Arteta looks like he's uh he's on amphetamines half the time he's on the sidelines you know he's 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 always cajoling pointing shouting screaming now I don't know personally I mean I do, I have seen it mentioned or I have heard it said that you know is this, you know, for, you know, maybe not obviously on, on yes, you know, if, if he was there yesterday and that type of performance. But in a lot of games, it seems a lot of the, is, is it sort of, is it sort of coaching or not, co- maybe not coaching, but is it, um, is it, is it sort of undermining a player when they're out there, you know, on a pitch, if you're being shouted, constantly being pointed and sent down, a, sound, sent down an alleyway. Is it, is, you know, for these young guys, I mean, they're, 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 you know, they're very, they've got great footballing brains. You know, they're professionals. So do they, do they need this incessant voice telling them all the basics? You know, maybe curtailing natural ability or, you know, I suppose more, maybe more importantly, instincts in a, natural instincts of the game as opposed to maybe, I, I don't know, is it me? I don't know. I mean, I suppose I could, probably could have done but when I was playing, you know, someone shouting at me and keeping me in check. Not that I always last in 90 minutes, but... <laughs> I don't know. Is, is is it is it um, you know, is 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 it you know? Obviously, that's that's Arteta's style, but it has been you know. For me, sometimes I've thought some of the likes of the likes of Saka, the likes of Martinelli, maybe you know, you know, X amount of months ago. Is is it is it a struggle for them? Is it? Do they find it actually? It's a is it is it counterproductive to have the manager maybe in your ear. Um, balling at you so. constantly. Yeah. No? I don't think so because you've only had to look at the way we played recently with Arteta screaming from the touchline. We got the yeah. same kind of performance on Saturday. I think it, if anything, it shows that Arteta's a good judge of coaches and that he's got yeah. a good group of around him and they yeah. bought into what Arteta wants as much as the players have. So um, I'm only worried about seeing the performances on the pitch and the performance I'm seeing on the pitch and improving week by week. And you know, John, I think the players are improving. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and you know, it, it, I mean, it, yeah, absolutely. So I think the players, the coaches, everyone seems to be on the same page. Yeah. And it's a long time since we could say that about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so we, we at the start of the season, I didn't give us the hope until I get top four. It's mm-hmm. there for us to compete yeah. for. Now, it's not going to be easy. There's plenty of teams chasing it. But mm-hmm. we're in the hunt. We're in the mix. Yeah. We're yeah. in the competition. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, That's a lot depend on these young players learning quickly and cutting out the mistakes like Gabrielle had on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And the older players, you know, stepping up. And I mean, Party and Shaka were superb on Saturday. Shaka now has to play the next few weeks with Laconga and help him come through and develop into the kind of midfield that we hope we, we, we've seen glimpses of. So yeah. there's an awful lot to look forward to the rest of the season. A hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your man of the match, John, from City. Um, I'm party. I t- it's definitely the best we've seen party since he signed from us. This is the reason why we spend all that big money on him. Yeah. But he was able to test the other town players in the pitch. Yeah. It was a fantastic team performance. Eamon, your man of the match? I absolutely agree with the, the lads. Um, Thomas Party uh, played like the man that we we reckon we'd signed. Uh, he was absolutely mm-hmm. terrific, just in time for the AFCON. And um, yes, and then what will happen is a steel ball and dropping his toe at the end of that tournament or something, and he'll come back. And also, <laughs> But I also want to mention, uh, and John said this, uh, Tommy Asio was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He... Uh, John said he had a, he had Sterling in his pocket, which is a is no mean feat because I've tried to keep Sterling in my pocket in England for more than five minutes and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> my man of the match would have to be Gabriel Martinelli. I thought he was absolutely fantastic on Saturday. Not Aaron um, Ramsdale then, no? No, not this week, John Eamon. Um, I, 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 just, I just couldn't come to... <laughs> as you can see the two goals, I just couldn't give Look him... Look how little he had to do! He only had two things to do and he couldn't do it, but there you go. Um, a learning core for them all, but look, great performance from the lads um, and so many positives to take over the negatives. Um, it leaves us forward in the table. Uh, 20 games played, one game in hand, of course. Um, 11 wins, two draws, seven defeats. 33 scored, 25 conceded. Goal difference of plus eight and 35 points. Um, points between us and West Ham. West Ham have 34 and Spurs, those those three three games in hand for Spurs could be, I don't know, far, far place. I'd be just happy to get back into Europe, to be honest. You know, Champions League, it's, we're still in the early days of Arteta's plan, you know. So um, we're going well, though. And no, no European football every tour is really helping us out. Um, that brings us on to the preview of the Carabao Cup semi-final on Thursday. Uh, live on Sky Sports. Man uh, United have lost three points to, this evening, just to say that to you. Yeah, it was better one nil. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, they're on, they're on a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank God for that. Um, <laughs> I think we'll all agree. Um, yeah. Liverpool on Thursday. Um, it's a quarter to eight Thursday. Um, always a great fixture, either league or cup. Um. I, I'd like us to win the League Cup but you know we haven't won it since I think 93 I think it was against Sheffield Wednesday but just even to get a cup you know um, it's either going to be that or the FA Cup um, for us this season but um, I can see a home victory uh, on Thursday night 2 or 3 nil. I think um, what do you, what would you make with John? Really depends on the teams that I picked Johnny um, Liverpool have a lot of games coming thick and fast will will Klopp rest some of these big name players. I yeah. think if both teams put out that beat so I think we've got a cracking game down ahead. Um 
I don't see Liverpool putting out that, that full 11. I don't think Arteta will put out his full 11 either. Um, I think it'll be an interesting game to watch the neutral. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it'll be the second string players with a mixture of the first. Um, yeah. And will have to start. I think Smith Rowe will start. But um, it's. Uh, I, I'm not really going to make any predictions until you see what kind of teams out there. I hope to see that. <laughs> I hope we get to over too late. Mr. Optimistic here. Yeah, basically, I'm just going to sit in the fence and see if I can do it. If we, yeah. This is a. This is over two legs. It's a PD, it's not a one leg semi final. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before the League Cup does go that way. But uh, over two legs, Liverpool are going to be favourites. But I'm just going to enjoy both games and let's see what happens. If we get to the final, happy days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to say, I was really pleased with Cueven Keller's performance against Chelsea yesterday. He's done, it's definitely looking good for Ireland anyway as well and the goalkeeping uh, aspect of things. We had a great performance yesterday. Uh, Eamon, how do you see it going? Yeah, well, much the same. We did beat them at Anfield in this competition the season before last. So yeah. um, we are capable of doing that. I actually, this might sound bonkers. You probably need a collection of white coats after this comment. But I actually think our squad is better than theirs. I think their first 11 is fantastic. It's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think when sound. you delve into the squad, I think we have a better squad than they have. Um, I think probably numbers-wise, AFCON probably hurts us a wee bit more than it hurts them. Um, but I, even at that, um, I, I, I think Klopp probably, he won't give up on the league until he's 12 points behind. You know? Yeah. And, and while they're still in that, kind of thing I think he will take a kind of a, a second grade approach to the game and if he does that we've got every chance you know but you'd like to think that we could do enough um, to kind of be going to Anfield either making them have to play a f- the full team without Mane and, uh, and, and Salah. Salah yeah yeah um, um, you'd like to think that we could do that but uh, you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm not Ruling out the possibility of scrambling for tickets at the end of February and knowing and uh, knowing uh, myself and Ray Ryan, my dear friend, are known as Grim and Grimmer. That's some statement coming from me now. So I'm 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 quietly confident that we can hold it to five. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I think you know. I think I think it depends on the teams, but I think our squad is uh, in better shape for a two-legged semi-final than yeah. theirs. You know. Yeah. yeah uh, over the last few games from. That thump we got four 0 at Anfield, we we've only gone and improved so so much better. You know, it, it was the kick up the years. The only you know, um, I can see he's winning on Thursday, but I I I think Liverpool probably will have enough to get through to the final. Um, ben, what do you what do you think? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I don't know. Apparently, I, I think any 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 team any Liverpool team minus. Um, Mo Salah and Mane, I think, you know, they're obviously, that's going to, you know, that's going to be a seriously reduced um, team team of firepower. So, I, you know, once you take them out of the equation, straight away, you're, you're, you know, you'll always feel a little bit more optimistic. Where I'd be sort of, where I'd be sort of like, not um, worried, but, well, possibly, but I mean, after the game, after the game on Saturday, Literally, it was like it was like looking at the the battle scene of a cup final. You had players strewn all over the pitch. The players were had gave so much emotionally and physically that they were shattered. They were they were they were they were they were totally totally empty. Um, 
you know, they're helping each other up. It was just one of those games. And it's, it's great to see. It's great to see. Uh, you know that every player is giving it all. But on the flip side of that, you know, five days, five days later, you know, there, you know, it is a cup semi-final. Even it is the League Cup. Um, you start to wonder what, what they have in reserve. Now, it is a young team. Um, they're, they're going to be continuously growing, uh, learning. It's a big learning curve for these guys. You start to wonder whether, whether they'll be able to take that in their stride. You know, what effect it will have on them, you know, physically, physically and emotionally. You know, are they, are they sort of, again, obviously depending on what, you know, who, which players Arteta puts out. You know, um, I mean, you know, you know the saying, you should always put out your best 11, obviously due to the, the African Cup of Nations and, you know, um, possibly squad rotation. That probably won't be the case. But, you know, really, you know, Arteta should want this. Arteta should be, should be sort of chase, chasing this. And, you know, I sort of wonder, you know, for me, I'd be interested to see what, what the young lads, what they can actually, what they can put out on the pitch after they, what they might have left behind on, on Saturday. And that's the only where I'd be worried. I think player yeah. for player, I think Eamon, Eamon is right. You know, we possibly do have a, you know, a better, a better, you know, a better batch of players in many ways. Um, it's just the calibre maybe not quite there at the moment. But we're getting there with yeah. some of the younger guys, I think. You know, the fact even that, you know, there's so much rubbish, on, uh, you know, already being mooted about Saka going to Liverpool. Liverpool are got their beady eyes on him already. Again, it's all... It's all internet hogwash, I'm sure. But you know, <laughs> but you know, at the same time, though, you know that we players that, that other clubs are starting to sit up and watch and want. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Do do, do I, are we capable of beating them uh, over one leg? More, more than likely over uh, one get one, one off game. But yeah, I don't see why not. Um, yeah. I'd be very very hopeful. But I do, I do I I'm really interested to see how they bounce back a little bit after after, that, after Saturday's game. And it'll be a, a good indication of a further indication of what we have on our hands team wise with these guys. Because the camaraderie, there's a serious, a serious amount of camaraderie um, building in this team. And I think if you have that, you've always got a chance in any game. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You know, the, the camaraderie is, 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 you know, it's often worth, it's often worth a goal when you just, when you don't, when you don't have it in the tank. So um, from that point of view, yeah, I think, I think we, we can give a, give a good account to ourselves. I, if, if it was a betting man, which I ain't, I, I would probably pull us down for, for a win on, on, um, on, uh, on, on Thursday. What, what comes at Anfield then? Who knows? That's, that's another day. Story. <laughs> here, here. Just, just on that, Ben, the, the point you made about the players being emptied. I don't know whether you saw um, Aaron Ramsdale's interview after the game. Um, and I was really encouraged by it because he was kind of saying, well, yeah, we're, it's, it's so frustrating and all that type of stuff and the, mm-hmm. uh, the penalties and that type of thing. But he straight away went into, well, we have to learn how to win these type of games. Okay. No, I didn't see it, man. Yeah, but no, like we had, He said, we have to get these games over the line. There was no yeah. kind of, oh, we tried so hard and <laughs> woe is me. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. He's, he's we, have, we have to get these games over the line. And I yeah. thought that was quite encouraging, you know? Yeah. And I yeah, said yeah. to um, Steve Wilson actually interviewed him on the BBC and he says, oh, you're Steve Wilson, I can put a face behind the name now. He says, you're the one that's always running me down. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, uh, 30 million, well worth it, I think that's, um, I think oh, he's worth it. He's 100 million now and then he'll probably have a, 
a clanger against Boris and they'd be back to Lano. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're all saying the victory Henry and Torsey lads. Uh, so that's on Thursday night, of course. That's the fourth leg. And the following Thursday is the second leg. So it's a quick turnaround. Uh, on to the preview of this Sunday's uh, FA Cup third round clash against Nottingham Forest. Uh, Tampa past five on uh, ITV1. Um, I was there three or four years ago now and um, we got knocked out of 4-2. Um, it was a shocking the team we had out that night. Was, I think Welbeck scored and all that night. Eric Lehigh scored a screamer for uh, Forrest Wood. Um, it's hard to know what team he'll put out for that one as well. Uh, depending, I suppose, Thursday, mm-hmm. if we're in a good position to win it, to win the second leg, I reckon he might mightn't bother going for the FA Cup but um, I think we should have enough in the tank uh, and enough quality to be Forrest they're on a good run themselves they've good home support but I can see his edge in that I, I think um, and I think the players probably going out that will be sold in January probably will be starting probably like the likes of Inketia and Balogun so I think this is a great win- shock window for them you know to give a great performance in the Match on Torsi on Sunday, but I can see a victory there myself. Uh, Eamon, how do you see it going? Having a clue, Bill. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 there's so many imponderables um, about what type of team. Now, what, what, it seems to me that the gap actually between the Premier League and the Championship is widening. Um, and I think when you see Norwich yeah. um, and you look at he- yeah. the fact that they came out of the Championship last year, it, 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 it's... That, you know, the, I think the gap is widening. Yeah. Um, and I know Forrest are kind of, they're, they're the type of team that if they put a run together, they could be looking at the top six of playoffs or they could be looking at relegation. So the, the, yeah. that championship, so many teams beat each other. They're yeah. always on their toes. Now, the game uh, a few years ago, uh, we just, you know, we, 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 we didn't try a leg that day. We were terrible. You know, yeah. and I think basically if we get our attitude right and if we want to progress in the competition, uh, I think we'd be uh, we, we, we should be well capable of doing that. The only thing that uh, worries me because I do want us to win the game and I want us to win that competition, right? I love it. Um, it's a it's a competition with the record uh, holders, you know, yeah. uh, fourteen times. But I I I I I just what worries me uh, is the. If, if you get caught between a rock and a hard place with the two semi-finals either side of it, knowing that Tottenham um, Seven Sisters FC are, I, I can't believe I've mentioned them on the programme, Seven Sisters FC are coming up then the following weekend. So I think the undoing of us in that game might just be the traffic jam um, rather than the actual football. But I think we still should have enough. I, I think Anketia and is not going anywhere. Um, I think he's until the end of the season, yeah. probably. I think Balagon will go out and loan, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think Balagon will probably go to Middlesbrough or something like that. Uh, yeah. Toughen them up, you know. Yeah. Um, so look, um, hopefully we will we'll come through and skate and then get you, what you want in that competition is a few home draws, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, John, how do you see it going? Mister Pretty much like Eamon. Um, you've got three <laughs> cup games before we play Spurs. Yeah. It's about managing that squad so we can win the Spurs with the strongest possible team available. Yeah. Um, that's the more important game. The league is more yes. important to us than yeah. either of the clubs. I'd love to see us in Boko finals. I'd love to see us win Boko finals. Be but nice, it's yeah. more important for us to get it. You know, the, that top four spot is it, it's 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 
it's attainable. And uh, that's the big prize. Um, we should be, he's still second string, should still have enough to beat this Forest team. And on a word of caution, the Forest game was postponed over the weekend because of COVID related. So the game wouldn't even go ahead. So there you go, Mike Rimley, perhaps. On. We, might get, we might be giving the three names victory. It's the FA Cup, anything can happen. That's the magic of the Cup, of course. Um, ben, your, your prediction for uh, Sunday? Um, it's all about juggling the players, really, as the lads have said. I mean, it's it's. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we've all been breastfed on the FA Cup. It's something we grew up with, and how we all value it as a as a, a serious trophy. Um, it's it's um, you know, it's one I it's it's, it's one I love being in. And you yeah, know, the, magic the minute the minute we're out, it's just it's like it's one big almighty kick in yeah. the proverbial. You know, I hate you know the League Cup is the League Cup. Um, the FA Cup will always be that little bit more to me. But I think in this case, you know, I do think you know, even with the likes of City not being in in the League Cup this year, I'm not saying to prioritise over. I'm just a feeling he's probably going to give. He's probably going to put a bit more. Um, Established players, maybe, maybe you know, in in the in the game Saturday, and then maybe you know, you know, like the Cedric and the, I don't know, um, Vars, <laughs> I don't know. Some some of the, some of the guys, some of the some of the other guys will will get more of a run against Forest. Yeah. He might think he's we've enough there then to to see off Forest anyway. Yeah. Um, you can't look beyond the, an Arsenal win really. Um, yeah. but you know we've we've fallen to that sword before. Um, but I think I think. At the moment, we're on a high confidence-wise. You know, we can't see too much wrong in 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 what we have. Um, so you gotta you gotta go on on a home win. Or oh, sorry, you have to go on an Arsenal win rather. As, 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 yeah. <laughs> in a way, win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're putting the markers on the back. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be another fourteen victory to the party. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, no, all going well. We'll be talking about you know a, a little a little glut of wins <laughs> next time. I hope so. That, uh, this, that, that's the first time that the act of breastfeeding has been referenced on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering that. I was brought up in hardcore. Next to be running off with a young one. <laughs> running off yeah. with a young one. <laughs> it was Rob Lisbon, Bill. It was Rob Lisbon. <laughs> he ran yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> even, G- even Jimmy McGee wouldn't have come up with that one, would he, in his that prime? Was, <laughs> yeah. That was TV gold one day. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know who he is, Bill. It was Rod Lisman. <laughs> I think uh, he got slammed for that for a million euro. I think, but when he's done, he never had to miss look after that. Rod Little wrote for the <laughs> Irish Business Post. Then, uh, so that uh, we're all going for um, an away victory, but probably in hindsight, we'll probably be talking about us being dumped out in an injury time <laughs> penalty again or something. Um, so that brings us on to. Um, uh, a bit of um, transfer talk. Alexander Isaac has been thrown around, and I'd like to see him at our a great player for Real Sociedad. He's a great um, Euros for Sweden. Um, it looks like Eddie and Ketty is probably going to go to Bayer Leverkusen um, in the summer. Um, he wants out, Henry. We all know that. Um, it looks like that could happen. And Aubameyang to Newcastle has been thrown around as well. I think we've I'd agree. We've probably seen the end of Aubameyang. Um, what would you make of all them, uh, Eamon? Well, I don't really care where Aubameyang goes. 
he's not the future of the club. No. Uh, I said last week on the show, I didn't want to stop Gappy Lucas Perez typey thingy. Uh, you know, if we're, we're, yeah. we're going to get a striker, um, mm-hmm. let's get one that's the part of the future. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't think we get Alexander Isaac. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell. But I'd love to see it. Um, uh, I think yeah, and Ketty is going to stay until the summer. Um, and I said last week, like, okay, so if we miss ten or twelve million, we're going to need him, right? So let's let's get our ten million more to happen now between January and June, um, because I think Balogun is going to have to go out. So that only really leaves us with Lacazette, Martinelli, and then Ketty. So we probably could do with somebody in. But you know what? It depends, and it's something that, that John referenced earlier. That fourth spot is attainable. It depends on whether you really want to say, do you know what? You know, feck wait until the summer. This is the time to do it now. And we've done it before. We did it with our Shavin. We did it with Aubameyang, you know? So, there you go. We're a bit light in the middle of the park as well, by the way. Um, yeah, it's, I, I do think there's transfer targets there. I, I, do, I do see a few players coming in, maybe one or two, but it's probably a lot more loan outs than... There's, 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 a, yeah. there's constant talk of a loan, uh, an incoming loan of one album from PSG mm-hmm. until the summer, you know? Um, yeah, it wouldn't be bad in the middle there, yeah. Wouldn't be yeah, better than that, Nanny? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just huh? like a Nanny's hair. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the only good thing about him. John, what do you make of the transfer? Would you like to see Alexander Isaac? Probably oh, a long shot, but... Yeah, oh, it's a hell of a long shot. I'd love to see him. Yeah. But um, like Eamon, I'd be amazed if we got him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that depends. I mean, if the club's really serious about going for this top four spot now, the other they can go yeah. for it now or go Flash for Flash the, the cash. Summer. Yeah. Jordan the is gonna be a hell of a lot more competition to find that top striker. Yeah. Um we know that's gonna be one of the key signings in the summer. So if if it's possible to get the player you want now and the board are prepared to back him, then absolutely it's something they should be looking at. But um mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hold me breath. It's very difficult to get the players you want in January unless you're gonna spend huge sums. And we spent a hell of a lot of money last summer, so see what happens. We'll see what happens. I agree with we keep Eddie till the summer. Balligan definitely has to go out. Um, he needs the experience. He needs the game time. Um, it's it's one of those things where Europa League or even Conference League football would have would have brought him on leaps and bounds to see. Yeah, he needs to toughen up, doesn't he? If the games have been available for um, light in the middle, yeah, Maitland Niles, the Conger. Shaka for the next couple of weeks, rather than on any. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how long Maitland Niles will be with us, John. You know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think I think because we are chasing that top four spot, I think he'd be rough to let him go to the summer. I think he's gone in the summer anyway. Yeah. I think he'll yeah. definitely go in the summer, but um, yeah, he has shown some form for us this season. So we'll see what happens. When Yalnum, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's, he's only only just gone to Paris and they're not giving him game time. That'd be an interesting. It's mad, yeah. Yeah, um, he was very solid for Liverpool. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope the rumours with Coutinho are wrong. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 no, he, we won't take him. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, makes no. No. Sense. No. Well, Alderman's a good kind of solid pro. Yeah. That, uh, that, that you could kind of rely done. on as a developer of young players. What's Coutinho going to give you? Just yeah. Uh, it's a showboater. Showboater. Yeah. yeah. And selfish. That's why Liverpool got rid of him. He was all me, me, me. Not a team player. You were up at 150 million for him. Yeah. 
Let's be brutally honest. That yeah. bought, uh, that, that just shows you how reckless those Spanish clubs were, though. Yeah, big time, John. Uh, Eamon, um, Barcelona wanted to sign Isaac, but they've been blocked out of that as well because there's no money. I don't know. There's no money and there's nothing around, yeah. Um, ben, what do you make of the transfer rumours? Would you like to see um, Isaac in? Oh, would be would be uh, quite desirable, all right. You know, but we, you yeah. know, we, have to be, we have to be realistic. Yeah. Um, on our, on our, you know, on our goals. I mean, it's it's it would be sort of um, sort of a it'd be a shot. It'd be a lot to expect going on our previous, you know, you know, our previous sort of dabbling in the market. Um, I mean, if it's anything to, you know, if if you know the the current the way the way I do, you know, waving the magic wand at the moment, it seems. I mean, you know, literally, it's been amazing what they've plucked out of lift from pretty much nowhere. And it's almost unprecedented, the fact that they're not only that, they're also featuring in the in the team, you know, Ramsdale, Tommy Yasu, um, you, know, the, you know, in fact, even Odegaard, you know, whatever, 30 million, it looks like that's a steal as well. So yeah. if, they're, if they're able to replicate anything like that, Striker-wise, you'd have you'd have to sort of you know warmly embrace it. I I I'd be very surprised if they got uh, Isaac, but I mean, as the lads have said, it's it's you know how much do we want fourth place? The you know now is as good a time as any. I mean, in the boardroom, they have to be sitting there, you know, their their post Christmas brandies and cigars, you know, sitting down. Looking at the bigger picture and go and going like, well, you know, this this is doable. You know, they they hopefully the piggy bank is there in front of them and they're passing it around, rattling it, and thinking, you know, will we actually chase it? You know, the, even Vlavic. I mean, I would love. I would do. I, I would. I would walk. I would walk to Fiorentina and carry him back. You know, on my yeah. back, all the way back to, yeah. to, to London, if I could. That that guy. That guy is is. Fantastic player, but unfortunately, he's, uh, much as he's available, it doesn't look like he's 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 uh he's sort of uh yeah. he fancies he fancies the Arsenal, you know. But yeah. again, if I was if if you know you'd really you know if they put a team out and and try to convince them, you know, and it, you know obviously to checkbook wise yeah. well, if you if you'd go to so a player like that and say, look, we want we have a young team, look 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 at what we're working on, we want we want to. We want to make you the centerpiece. We want to, you know, we want you yeah, to the team I, around them. Absolutely, yeah. you know, not just yeah. for not just for this yeah. year, but the age of of the team are in five, six, seven years. We want we mm. want you here, and we yeah. will make you. A, we will have you up in the legends yeah. um, murals around the walls of the stadium. But yeah. again, if if yeah. they want, if they want, if they want, really, really want, you know. You know, a decent striker. You know, now yeah. is the time to do it. No point waiting till the summer because you know, you know, the <laughs> opportunity opportunity knocks at the moment because it's 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 a free for all at the minute. Teams, every team is beating every team, and yeah. uh, we won't be the only team to drop points along the way. They seem to be getting good at it as, as United uh, show tonight. I think we should get you in, Ben, to sell. To sell the club to the likes of Lavish and oh, Isaac, easy, I think man. you do. But I think Absolutely. I think you're another David Dean in the making. I'll tell him a used car, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you want to buy a tortoise <laughs> off me, no problem as well. Whatever it takes. Um, yeah, look, we it's it's all just paper talk and speculation. Of course, all yeah. these transfers and the. Channel- 
there is always a bad bad window to sign players in because especially with COVID now around but it's normally a slow month anyway it's more outgoings and incomings for us over the last two or three seasons but um, the club is a lot more attractive to go to than it was at this time last January you know because we're just all over the place really um, but a lot, a lot more optimistic and a lot more hope uh, with our tat at the wheel um, is there anything else lads you'd like to mention? I don't know. Yeah. Sure, that will. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming around for dinner on oh, Saturday. I'm not, oh, I'm, I'm not finished yet with that. <laughs> I think he got oh, a good run out of this show, Henry. He got, yeah. he got plenty of uh, airtime on um, Saturday and uh, I think, and on every newspaper. Um, he definitely not one of our friends, Henry. But um, no, look, um, to, just really to wrap up, um, just good wrench and the way we lost Saturday but it shows how far we've come lads doesn't it yeah. you know onwards, we, onwards and upwards onwards and upwards yeah um, okay so that's, that's uh, we've got a lot in on tonight's show I have to say um, it's nice to have the addition of Ben as well on um, so I'd like to thank the three amigos uh, John, Eamon and Ben thanks lads for your you can catch our show as it says in the top of the show on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify um, we'll be back um, <clears throat> this day next week so hopefully we'll be reporting on um, three victories in a row or <laughs> it'll be Atwell out <laughs> Atwell or bust yeah. until next week lads have a good week and uh, thanks for listening